open up your Bibles. Esther chapter 9. Esther chapter 9. Today we're speaking about fasting and prayer. The door to the next level. The door to the next level. How many want to go to the next level? You know, I thank God for everything the Lord has done in my life last year and the years before. But it's, but I want to see my faith grow. I want to go to the next level. Amen. I want your faith to exceedingly, abundantly abound in everything. And I want your, your faith to go from, from, from glory to glory to glory. Amen. And so we're going to grow this year. And the way that we get to the next level is through fasting and prayer. Prayer and fasting is the door. If you want to go to the next level, you have to use that door. There's no other way around it. There are many people that love God, that they even operate in the things of God, that you see the, the fruits of God in their life, but there's limits to what, what their life has become because they have not walked through the door. Jesus invites all of us to come to him. Amen. And your growth in God on how powerfully God can bless you and how powerfully God can use you to bless others, it's determined not by you, not by the Holy Spirit, not by God. It's determined by you. You get to make the decision whether you want to go to the next level or not. You can worship a God at the level that you are, and it does not mean that you're not going to heaven. It does not mean that you lose out on what God has, has already done for you. Those things are beautiful, and we thank God for where the Lord has brought you to. But God wants you to go to the next level. And the only way to go to, to the next level is you have to go through the door of prayer and fasting. Amen? There's a woman in the Bible. Her name is Esther. Esther was a Jew. No one knew her nationality. And uh, the enemies of the Jews, they had, they had conspired and they got the king's permission to bring destruction to the Jews. There was another man named Mar Mordecai who, who found out about this and he brought word to the queen. He said, listen, the people are going to be destroyed. Only you, or you are in position to intercede on behalf and save them. And don't think that, that this punishment will not come to you as well. Esther began, she said, let's call for a fast. Let's have all the Jews fast. And because they began to fast, the moment that they fast, God began to move. The Bible says that, that the, the king in the middle of the night, he couldn't sleep. He was restless. So he began to call for the, those that kept the books and said, you know, tell me about the past. And they began to remind him about there was a man named Mordecai who had brought deliverance and salvation because he revealed, he revealed a plot that was there to destroy the king. It turned from, from, destroying the Jews to the king began to say how can we honor this man in in verse in Esther don't go there in Esther chapter 6 verse 6 the, the king actually said he says what should I do to honor a man who truly pleases me and they brought great honor to Mordecai that day and when the queen Esther came and got before the presence of the king, she began to request that, that the king would, would, would deliver 
And the king began to give them permission to write out that request. And they wrote out that request where the Jews were able to defend themselves. And anyone that came to attack them, they were able to overcome them and take all their possessions. Not only did God bring deliverance through that prayer and that fasting of, of the Jews, but God also brought promotion and increase into their life. In Esther chapter 9, um, chapter 9 verse 22, it says, here, here they speak, they say, hold them to, he told them to celebrate those days with feasting and gladness and by giving gifts of food to each other and present to the poor and presents to the poor. This would commemorate a time when the Jews gained relief from their enemies, when their sorrow was turned into gladness and their mourning into joy. I believe that God wants to do that for everyone that is holding on to any sorrow or any, any, any type of hurt in their life. That He wants to turn your sorrow into joy. And He wants to give you gladness. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord did for the Jews when they began to pray and to fast. And God does not change. God will do that for, for us as well. Amen. The people were delivered. The Jews were delivered because they fasted and prayed. It brought the favor of the king, but it also brought the favor of God, amen? So the door to the next level is prayer and fasting. Everybody say prayer, prayer. fasting, amen? What is prayer? Prayer is speaking to God. Simple as that. Prayer is speaking to God. The word of God says you have not because you ask not. When you know that God hears and responds to prayer, prayer is not a burdensome thing. Prayer is something that you do all the time. You desire to pray. Why? Because you know it changes. You know that God speaks. God, God hears you when you pray. Amen. Hallelujah. What's so beautiful about worship is that when we begin to worship the Lord, His presence comes. You know, so if anyone says, well, I just, you know, I, I just want to experience the presence of God. You get the opportunity. You have the, the privilege. You have the right. You have the ability to enter into the presence of God anytime you want. When you begin to turn your heart to the Lord and begin to worship, the presence of God comes. Amen. And so any, someone who says, well, you know, God's holding back his presence. No, God wants you to be in his presence and he wants to be in yours. Amen. Well, for people to say, well, well, you know, God, you know, I feel so distant from God. I don't hear from Him. Are you praying? Prayer is speaking to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Fasting is humbling your flesh to allow your spirit to become sensitive. Fasting is humbling your flesh to allow your spirit to become sensitive. How I many you know that you're more spirit than you are flesh? And as long as you only walk according to the flesh, you will always walk in defeat. You'll never walk in complete victory. You'll never have strength to overcome. But when you walk in the spirit, you will see that there's victory. Your flesh could be weak, but when you walk in the spirit, the spirit will strengthen your flesh. Amen? There's something... Some, really incredible things the way the Lord created us. You know, you have to understand you have this body. This is just your spacesuit that allows you to walk in this world. Amen. Every time I, I wake up, I feel like I'm an astronaut walking on planet Earth. 
like Neil Armstrong walking on, on the moon, amen. He, he could only be there because he had a spacesuit to be able to live there. But there's no difference. The moment that your body doesn't work, you leave this world. Amen? Do you hear me? But you, you take a person that, that can't see, but they can hear really, really good. They learn to, to be sensitive in their hearing so they, they could do things that are even better and greater than what we could do because they've been working on their sensitivity in their hearing and the other senses of their life. Or someone that, that can't hear, but they can see. They can see things differently because they've been working on those senses in their life. When we, when we fast, we are telling our body, you are no longer the master over me, but God is the master. I do this unto the Lord. Amen. And what we do is we tell our body to submit itself to the will of God. So you make a decision that you are going to go in a time of fasting so that you become spiritually sensitive. Amen. When the Lord began to speak to me about prayer and fasting, I, I was a, a young man at the time and, uh, I, I, of course, you know, I was, I was the pastor's son, so I had the keys to the church, so I could come here anytime. And what greater place to pray than in the church? So I come here early in the morning, about five in the morning, and I, I would actually lay down right there. And, uh, you know, you, we see this trust that's here, but we had a bigger trust that was right over that area that was held up by chains. And it was on the third day of me praying and fasting, I was there in the front, and uh, at five in the morning, I heard this loud chain break and I heard something falling down. I opened up my eyes, looking up, thinking this whole thing is coming down on me, but nothing had changed. But I literally heard it, in my, it with my physical ears. It was loud. I saw nothing change and I said, okay, I'm just going to go back into prayer. So I kept on praying and then I heard it again. I jumped up, I was looking around, what's going on there? This thing's falling on me. Nothing, nothing was breaking. I went down to prayer again. I heard it again. This time I said, okay, my prayer is over. I'm out of here. This is, this is not right. <laughs> but th there's things that happen in the spirit, amen? When we decide that we're going to humble ourselves before God, amen? When we begin to fast, amen? So fasting is humbling your, your flesh to allow your spirit to become sensitive. Amen. I want to give you three reasons to fast. There are many reasons to fast, but I want to give you three important reasons to fast. Number one, you want to hear from God. How many want to hear from God? How many of you have some, some things going on in your life that you really need to hear God's direction or God's wisdom in that area? Amen. Well, begin the fast. Amen. Number two, chains break. Chains break. There are things that, that, that happen you know, there are, there are addictions, there are behaviors, there are sins that seem to be, you know, habitual. But when you could fast food, you become a master over your addictions. You, you begin to declare that, that, that your body belongs to the Lord and your body's designed to serve God. That, that food is for the body, not body for the food. That you're not there to live out your, your lust. You're there to, to live out your affections unto God. Amen. And so there are, there are chains that will break in your life that God will give you victory over. It might be addictions of, of, of sugar. 
addictions of, of overeating, addictions of drugs, addictions of, of anger and fear, whatever it is, whatever has been holding, whatever stronghold that the enemy has been using, that you know this is not of God and you don't want it in your life anymore. You have the power, you have the anointing to, to, to break free in Jesus' name, but you could, you could use that through fasting. Amen? Hallelujah. If you could fast food, you could tell other things to stop as well. Amen. How many know the Word of God says that, that we are more than conquerors? So that the things don't have control over us, we have control over those things. The Word of God even says that there's no temptation that is uncommon. In other words, it's all common. There are other people that are tempted by those things. Amen. But the Bible says that in every temptation that God gives you a way out. Amen. Sometimes we need to just press in deeper into the things of God so that we can see who He is and who we are in Him so that when those temptations come, we can resist the devil and tell him to get out in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so it's important that we fast. Amen. That's the second reason. So these chains will be broken. Those that you won't have those things in your life anymore. How many of you want to not just, just be free in the spirit, but you want to be free in every area. Amen. And so it comes through a life of a prayer and fasting. And then the third, the third reason that I want to give you today is receiving power, receiving power. If you see what God has done in my life, and I thank God for the anointing, and I thank God for the authority that I have through Christ Jesus. I thank God for the miracles and the signs and wonders that I see. You know, when I go to a place like last week, we there was a, I don't even know if they're here today, but they might be. But this uh, couple came at the end of the service, and uh, the, 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 the young lady, she, she struggled with some, some oppression from the devil. And they were very open. They came because they were looking for deliverance. They were looking for freedom. And I asked, do you want to be free? She said, yes. I said, okay, say this, Jesus is Lord. And the moment she did, she began to cry out. It was the devils inside of her crying out. And God began to set her free right then and there. Amen. That's why I stay as long as, as anybody wants to talk or minister. Because I understand there are things that are going on in our lives that we need God to deal with. And I thank God that the Lord has risen up pastors and ministers that are able to speak into our life and help us to grow and to be free from the things of this world. Amen. Let me thank God for, for pastors and ministers. Amen. And, 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 and the woman was set free and... and uh, I was, I was telling my, my, my wife later on, I was like, that was fun. I hadn't been able to, I haven't, I haven't been able to, to minister to people one-on-one -on -one and cast out devils in a while. Amen. Nobody wants to get close. They're all wearing those face masks, you know, and they're, you're like, wait, wait, I'm like, let me lay hands on you. Wait a minute. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Or when they see miracles happen, where arms grow out, legs grow out, or people who have pain and that pain goes. People who, who need a word from the Lord and the word begins to flow. You have to understand that that's, been that's available for everyone. I don't have, it's not me, it's him in me. It's his power flowing through me. Amen. I don't receive any credit. I'm just the vessel. I'm the UPS man delivering the gifts of the Holy Spirit upon a people's lives. Amen. But just like that delivery guide, he needed training. He needed preparation. He needed to spend time so that he could do his work well. When you spend time in prayer and fasting,
you will be endued with power. It is the Holy Ghost power that will come upon you. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It takes you putting yourself in position to receive the power of God so that the power of God can flow through you. Amen. So that's the third reason I want to encourage you in prayer fast. I believe after this fast, you're going to see yourself walking in the things of God like you've never walked before. I'm not just talking about victory for yourself. I'm talking about overwhelming victory that you're able to give to others. Amen. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life in abundance. That means more life than you can handle. So you got to give it to somebody else. That when you walk into a place, whatever spirit of oppression and fear and anger and whatever it is will be broken because the spirit of God upon your life will take over that, that atmosphere. Spirit of victory, spirit of love, the spirit of freedom will be there because you decided to spend time with God. Amen. This is what's going to happen. Amen. Praise God. I'm believing God. I'm, I think all of us are going to have to start buying some white suits and just show up, you know, three weeks later because we spent time with the Holy Ghost. It's not about the clothes. It's about the spiritual clothes. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me to Philippians chapter 3. Is this good? I want you to join. I want you to join. This is between you and God. This is something you're going to have to make a decision whether you want to be part of this fast. But I believe the Lord is the one that's calling us to fast. Amen especially at the beginning of the year. Amen. Let's give God this first fruit offering that he's calling for. Amen. This first fruit offering of a time of being with God. Amen. And I'm going to give you some direction on fasting. And let me go and give it right now. You might say, well, pastor, uh, what, what are we talking about? I want to give you a direction. Now the Holy Spirit might give you some, some, some other direction, but Allow this 21 days of, of a time of, of fasting beginning next Sunday. Amen. This is the fast that I am, I am calling for, the fast that I'm doing myself. From 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., do not eat. You could drink water. You could have coffee. You could have tea. Just make sure that there's no calories in those things or, or very little calories. You could have broth. But from 6 in the morning to 6 p.m., just abstain from food. Amen. And you'll see that you could do it. You'll see that you could do it. Amen. Even this week, you might want to practice and say, you know what? Today, I'm just going to fast today to prepare myself for when we begin the fast on the, the following Sunday. Amen. And, uh, if you're, if you're nursing or if you have, uh, some sort of health problems that, that it's not good for you to fast, please, you know, follow your doctor's advice. Amen. But fasting will be a blessing to your life. If you could fast, fast. Amen. So that's the fast that I'm calling for. Now, fasting means to abstain from food. Amen. So don't say, okay, I'm fasting. I'm off social media. That's dealing with the soul. That's dealing with your mind, but that's not dealing with your body. Amen. We want to, we want to discipline our body. Amen. And so we're calling for a fast abstaining from food. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you there? Philippians chapter three, verse 10. It says, I want to know Christ. How many want to know Christ? And experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death. If you suffer with him, you experience his glory. 
It doesn't mean that you inflict yourself. It doesn't mean that you go and some people believe that, that uh, you, you see it during Easter time, they actually whip themselves thinking that that gives God honor. No, 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 no. But it means saying no to yourself and saying yes to him. Not my will, but your will, Lord. Amen. And I want to give you three. I want to give you three keys to fasting. Number one, seek God. You seek God. I'm, I've, I've come to seek him. So every day when I wake up, I'm, I'm coming to seek him. I want to build relationship. Amen. Relationship is built upon time. So we're fasting because we want to build intimacy and relationship with the Lord. Amen. Here the scripture starts off and says, I want to know Christ. So I'm fasting because I want to know him more. Amen. There are two trees. There's a tree of knowledge and the tree of life. We eat from the tree of life freely. That's the tree that the Lord commanded Adam and Eve to eat from. But the tree of knowledge, they said that's a day that you will die. When we are seeking God to know Christ, to know him more, we are freely eating from the tree of life. Amen. To experience the glory of God. Amen. The second key to fasting is you have to yield yourself to his spirit. That means surrender to his presence. There are many people that when they get into a time of fasting, there are spiritual things that take place. Amen. Everybody say spirit. In other words, it's not normal. You know, if, if, I had a, if I had a ball and I threw the ball at you and you, you know, you weren't looking, the ball hit you, you'll feel it, right? You know, and, and then you look and you say, oh, that ball hit me. And, you know, and that would be the end of the thing. You know what happened, you know what you felt, and, and you, there's, a, there's, there's a, an answer to what you felt, what you went through. But when you start walking in the Spirit, there's some things that you're not going to get explanation from. There are times that, that there might be some demonic activity in your life that need to be dealt with. And the Spirit of God comes and you start feeling an uneasiness. You start feeling like, like uh, the presence of God. Maybe you feel fire on your hands or you feel a bubbling in your heart or, or, or in, your, in, your, in your belly. You, you start seeing some, you, you have these spiritual sensations that are making itself known in, in a physical realm. Understand, he's a good God, and when his presence comes, he's going to touch you. Why do people fall out of the presence of God? Because their legs cannot stand in the presence of the Lord. Amen. There are things that happen in the Spirit that cause physical manifestations. When someone gets filled with the Holy Ghost and they begin to laugh with so much joy, it's not because they decided to laugh, it's because the Lord began to overflow their spirit, man, with his presence, that joy begins to erupt from their heart. Amen. You got to understand that the Holy Ghost will begin to move in your life and you might, it, it's totally, you might think, man, this is weird. Yes, because he's a Holy Spirit. He's a strong presence that will come upon your life because you're seeking him and he wants to move you in directions that you've never moved before. There are times when I get, when I start get along with God and I'll be worshiping and, and, and I feel the Holy Spirit tell me to, to lay down. I'll lay down and say, get up, start jumping. I'll start jumping. I'll start dancing. Amen. I'll start doing things, saying things because the Holy Ghost is leading me. Amen. How many of you have had that experience before? Let me see your hands. Oh, I'm not the only one. Praise the Lord. 
but it's spiritual. It's of God. Amen. Say it's of God. It's not the devil. It's not the devil. This is not a Ouija board. Amen. This is the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, if you being fathers in this world can give good gifts to your kids, how much more will your heavenly father give you the Holy Ghost? You're not going to get a serpent. You're not going to get a snake. You're going to get the Holy Ghost. How many want the Holy Ghost? And so when the Spirit of God begins to move, don't get afraid. Stay in there a little longer. Do you want the Holy Ghost? Do you want the real thing? There are a lot of, there's a lot of really great Christian churches and ministers. But when they begin to speak about the things of, of God, the Holy Spirit, they, they, they speak like fools. Because they want to put God in some sort of box and, and they say, oh, you know, praying is only in a certain way. Worship is only a certain way. The Holy Ghost doesn't move like that. You're just supposed to just be still, be still and just, <sighs> I'm sure when Jesus went to the disciples and said, receive the Holy Ghost, they just went, <sighs> I'm sure at the day of Pentecost, when the Spirit of God came in like a mighty rushing wind, all the, 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 the people there, the 120, they were like, oh, rushing mighty wind. <sighs> I, like what, I like what one preacher said. He said, there's a difference between a Holy Spirit-filled church and a church that's just a building. In a church that's a building that might have everything really nice and pretty, you know, it smells good, everything looks beautiful, all the chairs are in order, everything is in order. But that's the way a funeral is. Everything's in order in the funeral home. But you go into a Holy Spirit-filled church, it's like being in a birthing room where, where babies are coming from. There might be blood on the floor, there might be things all over the place, there might be, all, there might be wailing and screaming and all that, but there's life. Amen. <laughs> you know, the word of God is so, is so, uh, it describes it. It describes us. It says, we are peculiar people. Amen. In other words, there's something a little different about you. That person's a little peculiar. What makes you peculiar is the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you, I, I, I know a lot of those religious folks, those people that have the churches all nice and order, everything's perfect. And, and, and when someone has a problem, you know, they recommend them to come to this church. That couple that showed up last week, then the woman needed deliverance, they came here because other churches could not help them. But the Holy Ghost... And Jesus at Faith Please God Church Camp. Amen. That's what we want. Somebody say power. Hallelujah. And so when the Holy Spirit comes, you have to yield yourself. Amen. You have to yield yourself. And uh, don't be afraid. God will be there. You know, you might say, well, Pastor, how do I know? Just ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Lord, is this you? Lord, is this you? What did, what did, uh, what did Peter sh say to Jesus when, when everybody saw him walking on the water? He said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come. And Jesus said, come. 
And they both began to walk on water. Amen. Hallelujah. How many want to walk on water in January? Amen. We're going we're gonna to walk in the spirit like never before in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. And the third key to fasting is you have to treat every day as a new day. Treat every day as a new day. Thank God for day one. Thank God for day 10. Thank God for day 20. But every day you have to treat it like a new day. What does that mean? You, there's, a, there's a term called consecrate. Everybody say consecrate. You have to consecrate yourself to God. And what does that mean? Consecration, it means, uh, to, it means to making a conscious, willing decision to dedicate your spirit, soul, and body to God. I'm making this conscious decision. When I wake up in the day, Lord, thank you for this morning. This morning, I will worship you. I will serve you. This morning, I dedicate it unto you. I will be fasting, pressing in for more of you. Amen. And so I consecrate that day. You know, so if I wake up early, I'll have a big breakfast. Amen. I eat a lot of proteins. Amen. Don't eat a bunch of donuts. You're not going to like the way you feel the rest of the day. But eat a bunch of protein. And then throughout the day, you know, you, you do your work, you do your business, and then come six o'clock when you're getting ready to have a meal. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this day that you gave me the strength to be able to come closer to you. Amen. And throughout the day, you're fasting, you're praying, you're spending time with God. In the morning times at 6 a.m., I'm also going to be broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we're going to be praying together if you'd like to join in with us. But uh, if you want to come to the church, you could pray here at the church, whatever, wherever you are at, in your home, whatever. But consecrate yourself that day to spending time with God in prayer and in fasting. Amen? Hearing the word, surrounding yourself in the presence of God. But every day, every day, every day. Thank God for yesterday. But today is a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We're going to consecrate ourselves to pray, pressing into God through prayer and fasting. Amen. And I believe that as we go through this 21 days together, as we spend time together in prayer and fasting, on the 30th, I believe, uh, Abigail, look at the calendar real quick. The 30th is January 30th, I believe, is the Sunday where we will end the fast as a church. We're going to have a great celebration that day. I believe that God's going to give us so many testimonies. This morning, you know, I started the fast on, on yesterday. I started the fast. Um, actually, Friday, I started the fast. But this morning, I've been dealing with this struggle in service, in the service, in, in work. We've been working on those apps, and there's some things... I. We got what we wanted, but we couldn't make it work on certain phones. And, and there's all, a lot of these little details that need to take place. And, and everybody had an answer. Yes, this will happen. This will happen. But when they did the work, things would, would, would mess up. How I many you know that there are these devils that are there to try to destroy or, or to keep you from fulfilling the plans of God? And you have to deal with these in the spirit, you know, as much as you want to make it about the flesh. I wish it was about, you know, how much money you had or how much strength you had or how much knowledge you had. But most of these problems are not about strength and knowledge and wisdom. And most of these things are spiritual. How do you fight a devil? You have to fight that devil in the spirit. Amen. And, you know, this is something I've been working on for months. But I started fasting these past days. This morning... 
they sent me the update within like an hour of me talking about it. And it works on my phone now. Amen. Amen. And they are making the adjustments so that it'll be on all the platforms. Hopefully by Wednesday it'll be done. So we'll all be able to enjoy FPG family. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God for that. I thank God for that. What I couldn't do, my wife could tell you. All the conversations we have. I, I've, I've gone through like nine different developers just trying to get to this thing. Amen. But it took just one day of spending time with God and letting him fight your battles for you. Amen. See, that's the beautiful thing about God. We just hide ourselves in the presence of the Lord and he fights our battles for us. There are some things we don't even know what to ask for, but the Holy Ghost knows. Amen. So if we lift him up, if we spend time, we consecrate ourselves over these next 21 days, what will your life look like before the end of this month? What would your life look like before the end of this month? Next week, if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost, amen? We're going to have a baptism service, amen? And then as you go forth, day after day, God's going to take you higher and higher and higher and higher. And what, what's so good about the things of God, the more you taste and see that the Lord is good, the more you can tell others about it. So that means your family is going to be impacted. They're going to know Jesus that you serve, and they're going to get saved in Jesus' name, amen? I believe that financially in your business, God's going to bless you. In your health, your health is going to be renewed like the eagles. Amen. And, and your peace is going to go to the next level in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Hallelujah. Let's give God praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus.